one particular brand was called Fat Tire. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. And I've I've had it before. Belgian and ale. I Yeah, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're not paying me either. This is all part of the story. But um I said to the girl, we were ordering our food, and I said, Oh, I'd like I'd like to order beer, and she was like, Okay, what would you like? And I said, Oh, flat tire. Because I couldn't like the lighting in the place was kind of bad. I couldn't totally see the name. And she's like, uh, we don't we don't have anything by the name of flat tire and to this day it still amuses me that she couldn't make the connection and go oh did you mean fat tire because we have another one that sounds exactly the same only there's not an l in it and it ended up making for like this minutes long confusing conversation that just did not have to happen it's like uh, you know I, i guess in the grand scheme of things it may it makes me laugh now but at the time when it happened i was like are you serious like you couldn't make the the jump to to fat tire. <laughs> it's like um, it's like a, an Abbott and Costello routine, right? It's like what's on first, who's on second, who, what? Yeah, I don't what what. <laughs> when did we when did we stop pronouncing W's and H's the right way? I'm not going to get into the whole what? you know Seth MacFarlane bit of you know cool whip and all that business but i do at at certain times enjoy uh enunciating the sounds of certain letters just to throw people off and be like what are you talking about where are you whom yeah whom (laughs) (laughs) to whom were you speaking right there That there is literally one time that I have ever purposefully gotten rid of a beer that was purchased because it was absolutely like something I wasn't expecting. It was uh, supposed to be like a chocolate Bach, mm-hmm. which, as you know, Bachs are typically uh, a thicker, darker, heavier tasting beer. They're yeah. not. They're not like a light. You know, like like an ale or something like that. These are usually right. heavier. You know, like chunky. You could chew on the damn things, yeah. kind of stuff. And uh, usually and I have got kind it. of a bitter aftertaste. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I I tell you what, I still I love them. There's something mm-hmm. like oh, that yeah. first like oh, it's good. I'm not gonna say the name of the place or the brand or anything like that. But it was supposed to be like like a chocolate double bock, and I thought, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be good. And I get it, and it literally tasted like coffee grounds, like with cigarette butts would smell. <laughs> and I was like, so I took a sip out of it, <laughs> and I said to my brother, I was like, bro, I'm sorry, I can't fucking drink this. And he's like, why not? I'm like, taste it. And he tastes it, and he goes, oh my god, that's fucking terrible. And I was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, I just got to make sure maybe it wasn't something that I had in my mouth because I was eating stuff. And I'm like, nope, nope. And I had to throw it out. I had to throw out like a, like a fucking $8 beer because it tasted like a trash can. <laughs> just add banana peels to it. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. This is one of those things. How do I know what a trash can tastes like? I, I, I don't. Well, but I don't know what a trash can because I never tasted it. Yeah, it's, it's like when I say something tastes like shit. I don't literally mean it tastes like shit. Because I've never eaten shit. For all I know, shit could be fucking delicious. But, you um, know, it's one of those things. I'm not willing to uh, I don't want to put it in my mouth. Yeah, you're not you know? going to cross that boundary. Just once, no, once, no, that's a, that's a boundary that I hold dear. Yeah, yeah, don't put it in your mouth. Don't eat the bathroom pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those, it's one of those things that, like, I, I've said uh, a million times, probably, and that's literally probably a million times. And my dad will always go... Well, how do you know what shit tastes like? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> touche. You know, when I call somebody a, a fucking asshole, I don't literally mean that they are a asshole you know, that is being fucked. Yeah, or that is actively fucking something else. Or, you know, or that instead is of being fucked, have been named specifically for fucking. This is the fucking <laughs> asshole. You will use it. This for is the one that only. I put from. Yes, this is the pooping <laughs> asshole, and this is the fucking asshole. You'll notice I've got one of each. 
I have had them tattooed and color coded. Please do not forget the color coding. I can't tell you what the color coding is because I can't see them. I am, in fact, colorblind. <laughs> well, not only that, my anus does not fall into my <laughs> general line of sight. I had or the, the acute I had area. instructions written down, but I lost them, so I don't remember which is which. Just try to figure it out. <laughs> I, I like for a moment there, I went off the conversation and I thought, oh, he must be getting ready to tell a story about how he has something written down, and I was lost to the fact that you were still talking about color-coded anuses. Uh, you get yourself a dirty water hot dog or a soft pretzel from a guy who's got them wrapped up in newspaper and shit. Like, the more I talk about it, the worse it sounds. But uh, it really <laughs> yeah, does it work. Yeah, it really does sound horrible. It's, uh, you know, it's like when you go to the game and you uh, you got a guy walking around there and he's sweating all over everything. And he's got himself a uh, pretzel box or something. And he reaches in there and takes out a pretzel and it gets passed down the entire line to you with the mustard and you eat it gratefully because you're hungry and you don't think about what you're getting there do you <laughs> you're getting skin flexing you're getting some spit and a couple hairs and this guy was scratching his pit before he handed it over to you and you're still sitting there eating it very happily you know yeah yeah i hear you i don't agree with you i don't go to those events anymore and if I hey, do, hey, hey, just because you don't like sports ball doesn't mean I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I like to go there and eat stuff. It's like when you like when you have some peanuts at the bar that you eat out of that uh, that that jar where everybody's picking their nose and pulling out a wedge and drinking and wiping their hand or across their face. They're putting their hands in there and then you're eating peanuts. I don't eat that stuff personally, but, uh, you know, I do the thing at the sports ball places. I gotcha. People say stuff like, like, oh, well, you guys, you guys all call it water ice. And I'm like, I don't, I don't call that shit water ice. Water ice? I, yeah, you know, like, uh, what they have at Rita's. Oh, okay. Water ice. You know, or, or stuff like, I've never called it water ice as long as I, as long as I can remember. I'll be like, oh, you mean like, uh, you know, an Italian ice? I might say that, but I don't call it water ice. And if we're going to go uh, to Rita's, I just go, hey, let's go get some Rita's. I don't need to be specific about the product because you know what I'm going there for. Water ice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm apparently going there for water ice. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't tell anybody that, you know. <laughs> I could sure go for some water ice, whatever the fuck that is. I could. I need to go to Rita's, you know? I picture someone with a snow cone machine, but they're like gluten free or something. You know what I mean? Like they really have a very specific <laughs> diet. So they just don't put anything in the ice, like no flavoring or coloring of any kind. That sounds terrible. And they just eat basically shaved ice. And it's like, what it's do you mean? It's tap flavored. It's water ice. <laughs> ask you this if you're not making your rice with water what are you making it with <laughs> um i used to make I, like soda ice milk ice i don't, I don't know well I, i've made soda ice before it's great if you take sprite you know and mm -hmm. you, you you freeze that down and then you take it out and you can suck all the syrup out and then all that's left is the water so you're not fucking around you're getting a straight up infusion of the soda without any of that go. bullshit water. Yeah. And it's even cooler with Coca-Cola because as you suck the syrup out, the, the cube becomes clear. What? Yes, right. The cube becomes clear, motherfucker. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. That so is pretty are, awesome. Those are good reasons to set free soda and drink them. I can tell you that milk does not freeze. No, well. don't freeze milk. Never do yeah, that. Yeah, I've done. I did that before when I was a kid because I thought, you know, I could make a, you know, a chocolate milk pop or something yep, like that. Yeah, milk. Milk, yep. milk does not freeze well. No. Does not. Just doesn't. <laughs> it just. It's <laughs> like. I don't even need to explain any further. That's disgusting. 
The only way I can describe it to you is that it has like these crystalline flakes in it. Uh-huh. And it doesn't taste like milk. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like like I guess if you got a mouthful of the entire thing, like if you were just able to freeze like a I don't know, a tablespoon full of milk, maybe you'd get a milk flavor from it. But if you do like you're like, oh I'm gonna make a an ice pop out of this, it's effing terrible. It's just it's not appetizing in the least little bit. No. Yeah, it does It's not ice cream. <laughs> No, it's not ice cream. It's not even ice milk. It's water ice. Hmm. It's milk. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's water milk. ice. It's 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 water milk. <laughs> water milk ice. <laughs> water. <laughs> you literally described all three components of it. Water and milk and then ice crystals. Yes, you've got it. Excellent job. I'm going to have me a bucket of of, of barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking free milk barbecues in milk yeah <laughs> barbecues <laughs> it's a ridiculous sounding word just just fucking get barbecue sauce and freeze it in the little cubes and hey then, y'all let's go and get on some of them barbie cubes i got you the zesty <laughs> ones and i got you some of the sweet and tangy ones oh my god <laughs> it's a special little condiment for your ice cream sundae <laughs> barbie cubes <laughs> oh my god that's so do funny do i taste do i sense a hint of of tabasco in that <laughs> Oh wow, that is really, really nice Jeez. and nasty. You got one of the hot ones. <laughs> but you never tasted hot ice before, did you? No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Now somebody's yeah. gonna try that. I was uh working at Blockbuster in Bethesda, Maryland, and I was on my way to work, and I was. Do you not... need to explain what a blockbuster is to some of these people? Maybe they don't know. Yeah, some of the younger folks might not know that. Uh, yeah, a blockbuster was a place where you went in and re- rented DVDs, and when I was working there, you went in and rented VHS tapes. What? Video cassettes? Yeah, we were just transitioning over from tape to DVD completely during the summer that I worked there. But, you probably got a lot of, of of good movies on tape for, for basically nothing, right? Because yeah, they were probably throwing them out. Yeah, we were selling them, um, and we were given the opportunity to to buy them out last minute, and it was like pennies on the dollar for it. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I was on my way to work, and I did not realize that there was a fucking street festival right on the block where my, my, my building was. So the parking was, was backed up for blocks and blocks. And I start driving around and I find a place to park and I try to park there. And this person zips in and I'm like about, and I'm, I'm about to turn in and they like zip in and I'm like, Hey, can I have that parking spot? And they're like, no, we took it. And I'm like, well, fine. Fuck you. And he's like, he pulls in his car. He gets out of his car. His parents get out of the car and they all rush over to me bent over and they're tiny little people. And they're like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Just, just all up in my face, shaking their fingers in my face and saying, I'm a lawyer. I will sue you. And blah, 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 blah. And this other guy, and the woman is yelling at me and the man is yelling at me. And I didn't know what to do. I was so confused. And I was like, I got to get to work. And these people keep doing this. And so I did the only thing I, I could think, which was to roar at them. I just went, like that out the window. And the old man goes, back at me. And then I drove away. <laughs> were they, were they all small people? They were all small people. Yes. Yeah. And I don't mean like little people. I mean, they were just of diminutive stature from the average. So probably in the five foot, like the guy was probably like five foot six, maybe. So smaller than usual, but hunched over wow. to make him even smaller and tiny little body, you know. So overall, <laughs> a small person, just tiny. 
<laughs> it's I, I ought to be gifted in height as you are because I am only like five seven. So you know, you're describing somebody who was like an inch shorter than me and talking about him being small. Well, maybe I'm. How did how did the how did the lawyer being, fit into am this? Am I being a heightist? Uh, no, no, okay, okay. you're good. I'm good. All right, just making sure. It almost sounded like you said hiatus. No. And I was gonna say no. You're not going. You're not going on a hiatus. Not now. No. We're not done yet. No. Um, I he because he said he was a lawyer and that he was going oh. to sue me for swearing. For, for... I guess for swearing at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Uh, I would have followed it up with, "Well, good fucking luck with that, pal." Yeah. You know, or something along those lines. Yeah. Bring it, man. Seriously, you're gonna sue me for swearing at you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, they were so angry. They were so, so angry. And they were all in business suits. And... <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. You say this and I'm just imagining a bunch of really short people in business suits just trucking around complaining to everybody and being like, I'm a lawyer and I'm going to sue you no matter, <laughs> no matter what it was that happened, you know? Like I can't believe that that uh, your shirt was untucked. I'm suing you for that, and you know, <laughs> I noticed when you opened up your car door that a gum wrapper fell out and hit the ground. I'm suing you for that, you know. That's this is tickled my fancy momentarily. Did it now? It did. He he. I got tickled he, right in my fancy. He he. So funny. <laughs> I was in uh, church. I was probably about five. I thought you were going to say recently, and I was going to be like, "Really? I didn't know you. Uh, I didn't know you subscribed to that kind of lifestyle." No, I, I don't. I do not. I don't denigrate those who do, but it's not for me. But anyway, um, I was about five, I guess, and there was this kid uh, with a bowl cut, and oh. he. Uh, was drinking from the water fountain and I was really thirsty and I just went into pure belligerence mode, <laughs> shoved his body between the wall and the water fountain. His big old bowl cutted head got stuck. And then <laughs> he started crying and I, without any empathy whatsoever, began to drink. From water <laughs> did you did you take and spit some water on him or something too no i didn't do that but my mom yanked <laughs> me down and smacked me on my ass and she said what the hell is wrong with you she was so embarrassed but still not as embarrassed as the mother of the kid with the bowl cut <laughs> <laughs> oh his head is stuck oh god oh harry get the get the bacon grease he has such a prodigious cranium <laughs> I say it's because he's got a big brain, but he's really dumb, too. Imagine giving birth to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, why are we in a really why? Why are we very, very, very clearly stereotypically New York Jews <laughs> in, in a Christian church? I don't know, but I'm awful clumped over it. I will tell you that. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm not a big fan of Christmas movies. I'm not a big fan of like, uh, you know, like a Christmas dildo or, you know, um, any of those. They just don't, they don't do it yeah, for the me. The description for that one is get ready for the second coming of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is coming. Get me a towel. <laughs> Look out. Got it in my eye. <laughs> it's time for your communion. Picnic sort of party <laughs> thing at my in apartment complex in Maryland. Uh, I would say this was the I, I would say this is around 2001, summer of 2001, somewhere like that. <laughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> and uh I had some friends from Texas up to visit and uh, 
one friend from Pennsylvania had come down, and my other friend from Maryland had come in as well. So we're all hanging out in my apartment. Texas, I hear. Yeah. We're drinking uh, heavily and eating crappy barbecue food and stuff like that. And the end of the night comes, and everyone's passing out on the floor, laughing themselves to sleep. It's down to me and a guy we'll call Frank. So Frank is like in the bathroom for a very, very long time. And I'm standing there in my kitchen. It's around two in the morning. And I'm realizing that I really have to take shit. There's only one bathroom in the apartment. So I don't want to be a jackass and knock on the door and be like, would you hurry up? But he was in there. Frank was in there for about 25 minutes by the time I finally realized that I wasn't going to wait any longer. That's like that's like an average one for me, by the way. I mean, yeah. you know that uh, I get in there and take my time. Yeah, well, you take time eating. It makes sense that you take time pooping. It's true. It's sort of a, an in-and-out situation, you know. So I'm standing in my kitchen, and with alarm, I realize I'm not even going to make it anywhere. I have no idea what to do. You know, I don't really have a plan. All I know is that action must occur. <clears throat> and before action can occur, my uh, my sphincter lifts loose with a foul, unending supply of chunky chili, just mm. mixed with pudding. That's, that that's about fantastic. the texture, and that's about what the texture was. Filling my underpants completely. I am thankful that in those days I was an unsophisticated goober and I was wearing tidy whities. Yeah, I mean you you contain some of the uh some of the yeah, flow. Some of the flow, yeah. So because it, it filled it like a, a fucking basket underneath <laughs> my hanging underneath my my my, my, my butt. And shit air balloon. <laughs> yeah, I should, yes. And I'm like panicking now and I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do? So I, I go into like you know, sort of like emergency mode. And I grab a trash bag from under the sink and I shuffle my way out the, out the door past two people who are sleeping on the floor. So the risk here is tremendously high. I have a shit filled bag of poop hanging from me and there's people sleeping on the floor and I'm shuffling past them. At any moment, I could have dropped. Hilarious if it had just broken open. Yeah. (laughs) Worst party ever. (laughs) Never going to his house again. (laughs) He shit on me. He shit on me. Um, So I go out into the breezeway, and it's actually, you know, I say it's two in the morning, but it's much, much later than that. Uh, Earlier than that, in fact. Because as I recall, I could see the sun rising <laughs> um, as I step out into the breezeway, which makes this more frightening for me as this breezeway sort of connects four apartments and the staircases and like every building is separated by one. So the, I'm, I'm in this place where there is generally a fairly high traffic. But no one's coming through at this time in the morning, thankfully. And I am straddling this trash bag, taking my shorts off, and then carefully, carefully, carefully dropping my underwear onto the um, bag, slipping my shorts back on, proceeding to lift the bag. It flips over, and the shit just pours all over the concrete. <laughs> well, concrete's very porous. Yes, yes, it is. And after three full buckets of water, I still couldn't get the stain to go wash away. <laughs> but most of the poop ran into the into the dirt, um, and and I was happy with that. So I went inside. By then, uh, Frank was out of the bathroom. I took a shower and then I went to bed. In the morning, we went to go to breakfast, and. We get out in the hallway and the breezeway and the smell of human shit was so incredibly <laughs> strong 
that it almost knocked me over. And I said, holy shit, you guys smell that? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I have like no I idea. didn't know who did it. Right, exactly. <laughs> wow, someone must have shit themselves, right, guys? Uh, <laughs> yep. That is a good story. There was a voicemail that was left. And this is a very short story, but it was literally one of the funniest voicemails I've ever heard. Somebody called up and got into like a departmental voicemail. So it wasn't like just a random one. They specifically sought out like one that they had to go through several people to get to <laughs> and left a message that just went <laughs> playing with your titties while you're sucking my dick. And that's exactly the way that he said it. And I can't I must have listened to this message about four hundred <laughs> times and laughed like a s like an idiot every time that I heard it. Because it was so aggressive. <laughs> I was like, this is the most aggressive voicemail I have ever heard, and there was no reason for it. Nobody had done anything. Nobody deserved that. Why did it happen? It was just a random you know, thing. I remember having a party in my uh, my bedroom, which was the attic room. Right oh, yeah. above my parents' heads one night, I had something like 15 people in my room partying, blasting music, smoking cigarettes, drinking beer. Almost all of us were underage. And and this is this is just my, my dad's down there. And at one point he he comes to the foot of the, 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 the stairs in his fucking underwear. <laughs> Because he does not give a fuck what anyone oh, no. thinks. This is his no, house. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is his right. house. You know what, you asshole? You're going to kick and scream around above my head? You might see my fucking balls. That's just the way it is. I don't that's give a the fuck. Way, hey, that's the way I am, too. I model myself after between between your dad and my dad as one of the things that I respect most about them <laughs> is that you know you're in my house, fool. You're going to see what you see, hear what you hear, and you're going to do what I say or get out. <laughs> you know, it's one of those deals. Yeah. So, so, so he's at the bottom of the steps in his tidy whiteies. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, a uh, little get together. And he's like, do I smell cigarettes? I'm like, yeah. He's like, what else is going on out there? I'm like, we might be drinking a little. He's like, get them the fuck out of the house. We will deal with this in the morning, but they are out of the house. Is any of them driving? Shit. Fuck. Okay. Are there any of them that didn't try that didn't drink? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, all right, get them to drive, whatever. <laughs> get them the fuck out of here. So, you know, I got to know, was he going full volume on this or was he doing that typical parent half whisper, you know, grinding through your teeth, yelling kind that, of thing that the, definitely the, the like, I'm not with the whole house up because of your ass, you know, like yeah, one of those things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so the next day I was in a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of trouble. And I had, I probably had like 50 beer bottles up there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eat all your Oreos or uh, something yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> I will, I will be foul your masturbatorium. <laughs> Every man has a masturbatorium. Unfortunately for a lot of men, it's the bathroom. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the place where you would typically have your pants down, so it leaves less explanation for if somebody happens to walk in on it. Yeah, but it's so no. much less glamorous. Well, you know what, though? I mean, it, it, it's easy cleanup, flush and wash and dry and everything. You know, it's all in one place. Yeah. I like to think of it as your one-stop masturbation shop. Gotcha. Instead of, uh, you know, having to worry about getting stuff on the covers and everything else. I don't know. <laughs> if I'm ever a rich man, I shall have a pleasure chamber. 
I'm just going to have a bathroom that is just for that. Yeah, well, it won't be a bathroom. It's just a pleasure chamber. Oh, no, mine's going to be a bathroom still. But there's going to be enough room for, you know, stuff. To, like, I'll be able to stretch my legs out, and there will be a TV in there and stuff like that, you know? And, and then I'll be able to, to do as I need to do, and I can just clean up as I'm accustomed to, and then go about my day interesting so but it's going to be locked so only i can get in there you're accustomed to the uh the bathroom aspect of it to the point where it's absolutely a requirement for your pleasure chamber to have a bathroom mm-hmm. a yes. working toilet and i assume well, not, a sink yes now that's not to say that i i am unable to achieve said action in another place i'm just saying that my preference is to not run the risk of touching a door handle that i have to share with somebody else because you know i got spooge on my hand and i'm trying not to wipe it everywhere you I know guess, what i mean it's, I it's, guess, it's, it's, it's a lot of a cleanliness thing for me i'm just saying that you've become institutionalized in your masturbatorium perhaps uh, uh meat ways but that's all right that's okay as long as you're happy it makes you happy hey. It still gets the job done, yeah, so you know what good. I mean. I mean, it's good. It's, it's all, it's all good. But uh, yeah, like um, I would just uh, love to have a pleasure chamber similar to the one that Darth Vader uses in uh, Return of the Jedi, not Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. You know that egg contraption he sits in. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks of that as his meditation chamber. That's the only place that he has the right amount of. Um, Air pressure to properly masturbate his partially robotic dick. I would hope that he has a trash can, an ample supply of uh, toilet paper, and perhaps some hand sanitizer or something. You know, before he before he puts his gloves back on, or maybe just to wipe his gloves off in the event that he uses his gloves as a masturbatory aid. Yeah, um, I, I I'm not sure he, he on might, all the logistics because some of that stuff is top secret. He might he might do like that that choke force thing on it though. That'd be something. That'd be a real grip there. There's a I, there's a song by Skinny Puppy and there's this one bit where he goes, "Oh, I hope you wait until we're good and dead before you start to eat us." <laughs> and I don't know what that we clip is from. We definitely do a podcast where we talk as old oh, people. Yes. I oh, yes. I think that would be fun. Yes, I agree. That would be a very what? nice story. Storytime with Tom and Mike. <laughs> My name is... Oh, fuck. I forget. What is it again? Oh, that's right. Mike. <laughs> I'm Tom. Hello, uh, people of Earth. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm just, just completely senile. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So I just sit here and kind of rock back and forth and say hello. I just, I just went in my depends. Of course, old, old, all old people lose control of their bowels. <laughs> I want beans. There was a time back in the eighties when I had this thing called a Jello pudding pop for the first time. It was delicious. Absolutely one of the best desserts ever known to man. (laughs) I really feel like uh, that's enough of that. (laughs) You're done? You got it out of your system? For right now, I did, yes. Okay. Because you were talking about doing a whole podcast, and that's a little alarming. One day, I had some friends over. We were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and this big, huge kid who we'll call Summer—he was just a <laughs> huge guy—and he had a big, curly pile of hair, and he wore ridiculous hats. <laughs> he wore this hat that looked like a Quaker hat. It was just <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he wore shorts and sandals in like negative twenty-degree weather. He had massive legs. He was kind of like if you imagine a very, very large hobbit. Hmm. Like a hobbit that has been enlarged somehow. So Summer uh, got on the mattress and we proceeded to push him down the stairs on it. Surfed. He surfed down my stairs. 
And right when he got to the bottom, my dad was standing at the bottom of the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> and he says, it sounds like you're shaking the foundations of heaven. What the fuck are you doing? And <laughs> Summer comes rolling down the fucking thing and we're laughing and laughing because he looks like such a goofball as he's doing it. <laughs> Seeing this guy get pushed down the stairs on a mattress entirely against his well, his will, <laughs> <laughs> and then bouncing down at the bottom to my father, whose mouth is agape, is just something that will never, ever leave my mind. I feel like I would laugh hysterically if I could see that from your dad's point of view and from <laughs> up top at the same time. Like, it would be perfect. <laughs> I want to talk about a sitcom uh, that I want to pitch to you and I want you're going to you we're going to we're going to workshop it. All right. I want to talk about married with grandchildren. <laughs> okay? So okay. the central character is once again Al who is now retired. He lives at home with Peg and Peg is just every bit as much as she ever was, you know, she's watching daytime television. Um, Al spends most of his time in the bathroom reading magazines <laughs> or surfing the <laughs> internet on his phone. That I mean, that would be, you know, probably true to form. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. We're, we're talking realism here, right? Like this is the natural progression of his character. He spends most of his time in that special bathroom of his on his phone <laughs> Looking at boobs, and, naturally, and, and 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 watching television on Netflix or something. Whatever channel will pick this up is what channel he's watching, right? Hulu, <laughs> you know, yeah, whatever, whatever distributor decides to go with this. Because hit me up, folks. All right, this is all gold stuff. What we're about to talk about. So he is the central character but he's not the protagonist necessarily he's just the he's in every episode you know ed harris is in every episode mm -hmm. a brilliant actor by the way oh yeah um yeah you ever see the movie dutch i have not in a long ass time great flick but so david faustino has returned ah. as bud but is he still is, alive I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. It was a, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> Deaderalive.com. I want to look it up right now, figure out if he's alive or dead. So I'm David sure he has. David Faustino something. has has returned as Bud. And Bud is essentially the corporate wage slave equivalent of what Al was. He is in a dead end job at a company that mercilessly files him away like all their other employees into mm -hmm. a little file cabinet of, of, of fucking cubicles. And he is a number and he is it, basically everything is about metrics and he is miserable and he spends all day on the phone taking calls from irate people who scream at him. And the, so it's, <laughs> it's Al, but, an Al for a, 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 a millennial character like Bud. So now you've got Christina Applegate's character. She Oh, David Faustino, of course, is married. He has uh, a terrible relationship with his wife who bitterly hates him. Um, and he's got, let's say, two kids who we can explore. I think that's the part we need to punch up. Are they, uh, I mean, the, the, is, is he living in the house with them? In the house with who? With, with his parents. Is he, is he no, living at he's home? Got his own like place. In the basement or something, you know, no, he's got his own place. Okay. That could be changed. <laughs> Maybe that could be the pilot episode is him moving back in with mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so keep that in mind. We're going to punch that up, but I want to bring in Applegate. So Christina Applegate, she is a world-famous model. Mm -hmm. She is a superstar, 
and she has like countless television appearances and you know like an album and a like there's a book out about her all this stuff and she uh, is married to the guy who played um Slate not Sl- Slater on Save yeah. from the Bell Mario yeah. Lopez yeah yeah she's married to Mario Lopez whose glassy soulless eyes stare out over the audience as those white shiny teeth of his think about biting into their necks I would think maybe he's thinking about dancing because I know he does like that. Well, yeah, that and also human sacrifice. I'm actually doing this is a that's a uh, a nod to Robert Brockway. He wrote a, a couple of articles on Crack.com about Mario Lopez being this soulless <laughs> monster. <laughs> really, funny. really funny stuff, um, which will probably be disappearing if it hasn't already because Cracked has pivoted significantly and a lot of their old material is going away it's unfortunate yeah yeah it sucks it really sucks but anyway yeah so she's married and she's got like a perfect two perfect children who are tanned and blue eyed and beautiful and you know all this stuff and she lives a completely charmed life and she's a complete moron and she's constantly mm-hmm. getting into trouble because of her stupidity. Um, but her husband is somehow oblivious to this because he's so wrapped up in himself. So, mm-hmm. you know, AC Slater is just like looking at himself in the mirror. Oh, all the time. Yeah, he's, he's got his own deal going on there. His and, own his own vapid wasteland uh, that he, yeah. that he uh, exists in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And maybe like second season, he could come out as gay. And the whole relationship with the whole marriage has been a, a lie to prop up his acting career because he wasn't <laughs> ready to come out of the closet yet. And now he finds out, like, he, his publicist is like, I think this is what your career needs. He's like, all right, I'm coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's Kelly. And then I don't know about the neighbor lady, and I'd love to see Steve return. Okay. Steve was the uh, first the neighbor, husband. The correct? first husband, yeah. Yeah, the one with dark hair. Yep. Okay. And Marcy, and what was the other guy's name? I couldn't. I couldn't remember if I wanted to. Yeah, I, I can't been, remember. It's it been either. so long since I've seen it that I, I can't think of the names. I know they replay it on some of the channels around here uh, periodically, but I, I cannot remember what his name was off the top of my head. And I do remember that they had a the dog too. Yeah. It would be funny just to inexplicably still have the dog there. Yeah, even though it would literally be thirty years old. <laughs> right. The exact same dog. Yeah, that's right. They did have a dog. I forgot about the dog. Yeah, with with, with the same guy doing the voice and everything where it's it's like it didn't miss a beat. Dog's yep. still here. Yeah. So essentially not much has changed. Um so I see episode one. Okay, so here's here's my pitch for episode one. Pilot episode. Bud and Al are at the nudie bar. Only mm-hmm. now they actually call it the titty bar instead of the nudie bar. And depending on what channel it's on, we might even see some tits. Maybe they could call the place Yes Ma'am as a play off of the No Ma'am group that they were part of. Hmm. Yeah. And considering, you know, ma'ams is a, you know, slang term, so that that's that's a stroke of brilliance. So they're at Yes Ma'am. Yes Ma'ams. Ma'ams. Yes Ma'ams. Yep. <laughs> and they're watching they're watching the girls dance and they're talking. And then it cuts to the next morning and it's Bud at his desk and he's got a hangover and he gets called into the office and he's told like, uh, he's told that he's, he's, uh, basically on his last legs with the company because he keeps showing up to the work, like hung over mm-hmm. and smelling like a brewery. He goes home. And there's an eviction notice on his apartment door. 
And so he's got to go back to his parents' house and move in with them. Yep. And where do we go? So that's that's the that's act 1. All right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. That's the first like 10 minutes, maybe 5 minutes of the episode. That's our that's where we set all the pins up. I think it would be funny at some point that he ends up getting fired from his job and ironically enough ends up selling men's shoes. <laughs> but that would have to be down the line somewhere cuz I yeah. think there's there there's far too much uh fun to be had with him um uh, barely squeaking by and not getting fired even though he continues his bad behavior Right. And uh, he just ekes by because of various things. Like it could be a, a gag every episode where like his boss is about to catch him being hung over at work again and a fire alarm goes off or a telephone call rings or a wild monkey gets let loose into the office or something, you know, yeah, something, something yeah. absolutely absurd and inexplicable every, every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Or he happens to bend down to pick something up off the floor and somebody else says yells to catch the boss's attention because they need assistance with something, you know. It yeah. could always be something like that. And uh I don't think spend too much time in the office with him. Not obviously. too much. But there should be there there needs to be key moments and, and it just made me think of this is a true story. Um at my workplace there's a guy now. I wasn't there to see this. This was a little while before I started working there. Mm -hmm. uh, there was another guy doing my job, and I guess he was sitting at his desk. He had his feet propped up, and he had a cup of coffee on his desk. And everyone's <laughs> just sort of paused to speak, you know, to talk. You know, like you have the you take micro breaks in office settings a lot of times if you're not tied to your phone. Okay. Uh, where you just sit stand and like talk about the game for five minutes or whatever, talk about uh, politics for five minutes. Well, we're, they're talking about whatever the hell it is they're talking about. This guy pulls his pack of cigarettes out of his pocket, lights one up right there in the office, <laughs> takes a drag and goes, oh, shit, and puts it out in his, in his coffee. <laughs> so I think that I think that Bud needs to do something like that. And then I think that um, somehow that coffee needs to end up in the hands of his manager, who and, and then he's trying desperately to fish it out to or prevent him from drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to figure out a way to keep him from drinking it. You could go another way with that too, and have it, you know, uh, have it be an office mystery. Where the boss then goes through all kinds of crazy self thought because he fancies himself a detective, <laughs> tests and trials to figure out who it belongs to. Yeah, I like that. You know? Yeah, I like that. That could be maybe a plot for one of the episodes. Uh, but if we're going to continue to explore this other way, so he's trying to take the cigarette butt out of the thing. So he he does something to distract his boss, and then he reaches in and takes the cigarette butt out. And his boss is like, looks and sees, he's like, why do you have your fingers in my coffee? He's like, well, it's hot. It's hot. I, I wanted to see if it was hot. I didn't want you to burn yourself from drinking it. You know, something, <laughs> something like that. And then ultimately at the end, the boss ends up drinking and saying, that was a fine cup of yeah, coffee yeah, best, you made. Yeah, that is an excellent cup of coffee. I'm going to have to have you stick your fingers in my coffee all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the touch, kid. Whatever you did, perfect. Uh, you see that that false sense of security where everybody goes, oh, he's safe now, and then he's not. Of course not. No, he's just getting by on the skin of his teeth because next week he's going to have porn up on his computer at work. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> by mm -hmm. accident, of course. He was viewing something. He clicked a link on Reddit. He didn't realize where it was going to, and now there's uh, porn sitting up on his Oh my god, I just had a brilliant idea. Yeah, my dog just he, started barking. He gets he gets one of those emails from the Nigerian prince asking him for money. He sends him money and the Nigerian prince shows up on their doorstep. <laughs> that is definitely a married with children <laughs> plot. 
That feels yeah. so much like a Married with Children plot. And hilarity See, this... ensues. Yeah. He goes in. He's like, I live here now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> Let's change directions and talk about something else. Um, got something like? Do I have something? I mean, you, you got something we can talk about, Mike? Uh, I might be able to come up uh, with a something if I sit here and think about it for a moment <laughs> and say, like, um, what happens? Sometimes if you take a piece of toast and you ball it up in your fist and stick it in your sock and then you walk around on it all day, does it make croutons? I don't, I don't think, know. I don't <laughs> think it makes croutons. I think it makes sock toast. Sock toast. Yeah, it sock also toast. doesn't. If you had it set on the darker settings, it will not make your feet feel good either. It'd be very abrasive. Yes. Take care of your corns. Take care of your what? Corns. Your your thorns? Corns. Your corns. Naturally, you don't have thorns on your feet. You get corns on your feet. <laughs> Come on now, son. That only makes sense to say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know what you were talking about there, partner. I never you said. You get the hand sanitizer. You don't lick your fingers. Because, because that shit tastes, it tastes terrible. And it tastes bad. It tastes awful. If they made a liquor that tastes like that, sure, plenty of people would definitely drink it. But it'd be terrible. <laughs> Just like these people that like to drink, you know, I don't know, uh, stuff that ain't beer. <laughs> Stuff that ain't beer? Like what? Yep. Anything. Like Terrible. liquor? Yeah. Drubbing alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just quaff back some fucking uh, rubbing alcohol. Mm. Pull a little kitty to caucus action. You know, as cheap as gasoline is, you could probably buy a gallon of that and wash your hands with it. That That would take care of it when as it, cheap as gasoline is it ain't that cheap what sometimes uh though i think it's it's okay to substitute out water with gasoline uh especially for, in my kool-aid for cleaning purposes i mean oh 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 i'm sorry yeah for cleaning i was thinking purposes. of something completely different although like, i gotta say i do enjoy going shopping and getting money off with points like do you know a really good way to get paint off of a shed um, sand it. Douse it in gasoline and set it on fire. Yeah. And then just blow it out after a minute. Oh, yeah? And, and all the paint will be melted away. Yeah. That's you gotta be real careful because if you let it get out of control, it will burn the building to the ground and you could get hurt. I need to repaint my shit, so I'm going to go out and burn <laughs> the building down. <laughs> I'm going to burn down the building and all the paint with it. <laughs> the, paint, the destruction of the paint is implied by the burning of the building. <laughs> but even if it's not, I'm going to say it anyway. I want to make sure it's clear. I don't want anyone to be a misunderstanding of me. I don't, I don't understand. What exactly you're talking about? Why do people like stuffed animals that are like porcupines? You can't hug a porcupine. That would hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah, that's why I don't hug uh 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 uh, 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 uh porcupines. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to come up with another animal there and you did not. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that character is, but I really like him. <laughs> <laughs> the one you did. Just now, yeah. <laughs> um. You're yeah. saying you're saying you're you're saying that you're like like some kind of 
pirate. Maybe. <laughs> I never, I never wore an eye patch, but I did walk on a plank once. Somebody, my my neighbor one time, was doing this exercises, and he was stretched out straight as a board, and I had to get past him, and he wouldn't move, so I walked on him, and he told me he was planking, so I'm kind of like a pirate there. I walked a plank. Stiff as a board. Yeah. Light as a feather. Isn't that from that movie we saw a bunch of times? Yeah, about the witches of Eastwich. Yeah, the craft or something. No, that's um, the Matrix. Oh, said the witches of Eastwick. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's got Daniel Stern in it as mm. a, a shoe repairman, like a cobbler. I thought that was fried green tomatoes. No, you're thinking of Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, man, my left foot? Yeah, and my right foot, the sequel. That's a good movie. I don't know if you ever saw it or not. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I he talks about I love the part it. where he stomps on that guy with his left foot. It's a foot movie. If you like feet, it's a thing for you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all it is, especially I, if you like I just go to... <laughs> footmovies.com sometimes there's some good movies on there like um (laughs) I don't think I can think of another one off the top of my head because it's not my favorite genre but (laughs) one thing I do like is those stamps that librarians use that has numbers on them because you can turn the dial and set a custom date even if it doesn't exist (laughs) <laughs> I'll return that book when it says because I stamped it on February 39th. <laughs> They're never going to get it back. <laughs> I can't read anyway. <laughs> I just like to deprive others of books. That's right. Your joy is gone, friend. <laughs> I took all them printed words and I, I stole them. <sighs> I own that shit now. Yeah, I'm going to take your books. I'm going to tuck them up under my balls. <laughs> that ain't that, that, that the place to put them. <laughs> you went, you went. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. What, what the fuck are we even doing? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Ask me other questions. I like grapes. We're going to play a game. It's called The Expert. Oh, okay. You're going to ask me questions, and I'm going to answer them. Even if I don't know the answer, I'm going to be convinced, and you have to guess whether or not I made it up. Okay. Um, Or (laughs) I got um, a thought of a good one. Um, Hi, my name is Frank, and I'm from um, Kansas City, Kansas. Um, not Missouri, Kansas. And I was wondering, by the way, first time listener, long time caller, um, are platform shoes bad for your posture? <laughs> yes, platform shoes are bad for your posture unless they are orthopedically created uh, to help with a imbalance between the height of one leg versus the other. That's the only time where they come into any kind of practical use, but a badly put together pair of platform shoes could actually damage your lumbar spine. Oh man. I better get rid of those ones that I have that I found in the alley the other day behind Mickey's house. (laughs) They don't, they don't even fit me. Shit. Oh man. I gotta go. (laughs) i talk in my sleep sometimes (laughs) one time i woke up and i was pooping in my hamper i don't even know why i don't even know why i don't even have a hamper and then i found out that it wasn't my hamper 
It was a potted plant um, out in front of the grocery store. It was closed. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't nighttime. It was the middle of the day. And um, somebody was laughing at me. Um, and I like, uh, I like, um, I like the cookie dough ice cream. I just thought I'd share that with you. It's good with vanilla and, uh, and, and fingerless gloves don't make any sense to me. The <laughs> end. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that came from. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah.